What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Make Catch Up Podcast, episode 35, with your boy Lofton in the building, aka Mr. Nice Guy, aka Mr. Hazel Donis, aka if you don't know by now. And I got my homeboy right here, co-host Rajin. What's up? What's up, man? Mr. Make It Happen. What's going on, man? Another week. And, Another week. And once and once again, we've added a little perspective to the show. We got Philly's finest. What's up, Aaliyah? What's poppin'? Yeah. Hey, and not last and not least, we have got a wonderful guest here, a.k.a. D-Town Boogie. Got my man, Donnell Brown up in the building. Brown in the building, in the building, man. Got to put the applause. The crowd is in there. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So welcome, welcome to this episode of the Men Catch Up Podcast. It's good times. It's good times. And once again, we always start out. You know, I'm assuming everybody is. Uh, you got your Christmas shopping done, huh, Raj? You you good on bro? I literally <laughs> just got back from Christmas shopping, bro. Like literally thirty minutes ago, I just got back from Christmas shopping. Hey, Christmas, you know, I knocked mine out a little bit early today. Yeah, I, I did mine a little bit today, so I, I still got a little bit to get. Aaliyah, I got. What you got? You done got the gifts done? No, that is they still in my thoughts and prayers. I was <laughs> you gonna hit them with thoughts and prayers? Merry thoughts and prayers. Like, Merry Christmas. I'm glad we made it another year. Mm. Bruh, I'm like, fuck them kids. <laughs> For real. I what, all the time. what up, what up, D Town, man? You got you got the Christmas stuff. I ain't started, bro. I ain't started. <laughs> Yeah, I planned on start today, but I just couldn't get out of the bed today for some reason. <laughs> like, hey, well, hey, you can say we slacking out here. Us four on this joint slacking like it's a mug. Rough. So I ain't hey, slacking, hey. I ain't buying none. <laughs> okay, are, are you good since you all you sending out is free thoughts and prayers? So you straight. Yeah. Right, you know, that was mass text message out there. Merry Christmas. See y'all at dinner. Love you all. <laughs> Ah, uh, real, real talk. I ain't gonna lie to you though. Every gift I bought, I was pissed off. This <laughs> gonna be holiday spirit. I was mad as shit every time I bought some fucking goddamn shit. Uh, hey, they don't deserve this shit. <laughs> Still buying shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, it's a holiday season. That's what, that's how I be. <laughs> that's how I be sometimes. But you Bro. know, and based on that, and we all, you know, what I'm saying, needing got the stressful. You, we've got added stress of not finished Christmas shopping. We come to the uh, greatest time of the day. Uh, it's the drink of the day. I love the yeah, drink of the day. Yeah. Everybody, crowd, love the drink of the day. Right now, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all know. I usually start it off. I've already got the shaker all good to go. So this time, I've got a gin fizz. So all, all right, it is, is gin. Got a little powder sugar in it. Got a little carbonated drink and a little bit of lemon. You know what I'm saying? Put it in there. It's like fuzzy lemonade type deal, but it's got the gin in it. So I'm going to go ahead and slip this up. So, Roz, what did you bring to the show today? <laughs> so, listen, you know what I'm saying? I like, I started liking uh, Tennessee apple. You ever had Tennessee apple? Yep, yep. It's like, yeah, so I, I got a Tennessee apple. It got me a little lemonade. Then I got me a little, little, little soda water. And I made what I call a sour, sour apple twist, right? Okay. So, so, listen to, so listen to me, though. I put it in the corner stove, the liquor stove, the liquor corner liquor stove glad cup. <laughs> all I'm missing, all I couldn't find is a little straw. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All I need is a little red straw. You know what I'm saying? I'm corner stove bound, bro. That's how you I'm the man good to you know go. Good to go. Sour apple twist. 
So, so uh, Aaliyah, I, I mean, I saw you was up there, got a little stem on your glass. What you what? talking about? What you doing? Elegante up in this month. Elegante. Elegante. This is a 2018 Merlot. That's um, a good year. That was a good yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, sir. It's real good too. Let me let me put my pinky up. Like, yeah. What I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like, the higher the pinky, the fancier you are. Say, look, what? We never had Merlot on the show. Yeah, that's, that's right. the right. BC. That's that BC before COVID. Pre COVID. Yeah. 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 My 2018 BC. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, D Town, what you got? You what you bring to the table? What's so, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm detoxing today. Okay. Hey, look, ain't nothing <laughs> oh, wrong with that. Hey. I had a little one too many. Uh, what's the drinks I, uh, that I've started in Florida? Oh, you like your uh, Moscow, Moscow Mule. Mule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just got a little bit of water today. Hey, there's always okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah, we keep it's we it's keep it. hydration on this show. Yeah, <laughs> we, we ain't gonna hate on you. That just yeah, means that you was getting on. it done. I'm trying to do better. You you was <laughs> getting it done on Saturday. But guess what? But guess what? I got you. I got you, play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he gonna handle it because he was hydrating last show. Yeah, I, I yeah. Last show. You know what I'm saying I'm the only one to be holding it down. I ain't hydrating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, yeah, because you got to. You know what I'm saying? Because that right, COVID but... had that COVID had me by the neck. But <laughs> <laughs> everybody out there, let us know what y'all getting into the holiday spirits with with your drink. Once again, cheers, everybody on the show. Uh, fantastic drink of the day, done for the day. And now we moving on to the wonderful news of the week. And there has been some interesting news. I cannot uh, deny. And, it, and it, there has been a big change. There's been a big change on the news of the week. So a you shift. will see you will a see shift. the shift that is yeah, taking place. Uh, but yeah, first man. off, we're going to look at this and we're going to rest RIP to Twitch. Stephen Boss. Uh, DJ yeah. for Ellen DeGeneres yeah. show for many, many years. There are uh, all type of artists out there, Snoop Dogg, Questlove, to, to name a few that uh, sent their condolences. Um, looks as if uh, the DJ died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Um, suicide talked about um, that he had some demons um, that were uh, kind of uh, festering and, and brought themselves to life. He was married. I think he had three kids. Um, beautiful, beautiful wife, beautiful kids. I mean, DJ making money, smiling like you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, no different than you see people in the military and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That kind of goes along as uh, you know, you don't really know what people are going through and what the uh the ailments that they have going on in their background and their history and what's mm -hmm. really affecting them. So um, you know, once again, uh RIP, have you uh Raj, you know, I wanted to, uh, you know, talk to you guys because I mean, I I wasn't really an Ellen show watcher, you know, or any anything like that. What what things do you uh, remember or or details that you uh, know about uh, Twitch DJ? So, hey man, um, like real talk, man. Honestly, like you know, you see a lot of people like celebrities stuff like that, and you know, you, a lot come through and you don't really realize the impact. Like this dude, man, and like no homo or nothing like that, but. You see this dude, man, he's always smiling, bro. He was always out. I, I, you know, as back in the day, I was a dancer, man. And like, you know, so I, so I follow this cat because, you know, he was, he's a dancer. And I follow him on, I follow him and his wife on TikTok. I follow their IG, you know what I'm saying? And they always like they was having a good time, man. And it's like, it was, to me, 
it was something that you you would feel like in your relationship you would model like man me my, you know i wish me and my wife danced and you know did all this stuff uh, blah and like you say you never know what people are going through in their head just by social media it goes, it goes to show you that social media has a lot of um miss what do you, what do you want to call it misrepresentation of what people's lives really are you know and then you know speaking for for me as a black man raising black men you know you have to also understand that we as black men weren't taught um uh, mental health was an issue you know what i'm saying and we forget to address mental health mental health mental health is a huge problem in our community and we don't know how to recognize it that's the problem you know you don't if you don't know how to recognize something you don't know how to treat it and a big problem was like for me I went through something back in 2003 and I, t I talk about this to my sons all the time, you know, but I went through a, a time in 2003 where I was getting back on my feet, you know, and I was, you know, I was going through a lot of stuff or whatever and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I never understood why somebody would commit suicide, but I got to that edge. I got to that edge where I could see why somebody would, you know what I'm saying? And you never, like I, I never had thoughts of killing myself, but I got to that edge where I could see where, you know, it would be beneficial to my life at the time. You know what I'm saying? So when you when it's something like that, we have to understand that as especially as minority or men of color, you know, even women of color, we have to recognize it because like a lot of times we're not taught that in our community, in our culture. And then also, you know, I don't want to I, I don't want to take over, but we have to also understand that it's not a it's not a sign of weakness for you to address your um you know your mental health issues it's not a it's not a sign of weakness to say hey i don't feel right something's wrong you know what I'm saying i don't want to live you know what I'm saying it's these are things we got to talk about in our community because we never talk about them and so we don't know how to recognize the problem my son at 18 years old you know he went to went through mental health um issues and i didn't recognize it you know i didn't know to he actually went and seen somebody that he was going through it you know what I'm saying so but like i said it was um, just, just judging from the outside looking in, man, he always seemed like a really good guy. Um, you know, RIP, condolences to the family, man. Um, like I said, we lost another good one, bro. So, uh, so Aaliyah, uh, what, 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 what information do you have or, or what's your thought process on the whole situation? Well, so <laughs> as a person who's been there before, um, it literally, it is still an, it is really an everyday struggle. And I don't think, like you said, Roz, a lot of people don't talk about it. Um, a lot of times, I don't even think the person who is going through it, I can, I can speak for me. I don't think we, I didn't recognize it as being suicidal. I, I didn't, I, it didn't, it hadn't formulated like that for me. In my mind, it was like, I just wanted to disappear. I just wanted to be away. I just did not want to deal with life anymore. And it was a lot. And even now, like I look back to where the shit that I was going through then that made me think, oh, it's time to just disappear as opposed to everything that I've been through this year. And I'm like, I'm still here and I'm still standing. So therapy works. Um, yeah. <laughs> having a support system works. Um, but it's never 
it is, I, I want people to understand that just because you was there at one point in time in your life doesn't mean it doesn't come back. It doesn't mean that when it comes back, you know, damn, I'm, I'm back here again. Maybe I'm failing. Maybe I'm not doing something. That's not it at all. It is quite literally when you start to recognize it, reach out for help. Um, since Twitch has died, um, I don't know if any of you guys follow me on social media. I think I know y'all two do. Um, I have posted a few things. Check up on your strong friends. Check up on the friends who's always happy. Check up on the friends who check up on you. Like a lot of people, nobody would have thought that I was the person who was suicidal. No one would have thought that I was the person who was going through so much mental anguish, disappearing, because I never used the word I wanted to kill myself because that's not what I felt. Disappearing was not the answer. And it it is like I said, it's, it's a continued struggle. Know who you can reach out to. Know that you can always reach out to somebody. Um really go get I know people don't want to hear it. It's a cliche. Oh, you need therapy, you need therapy. Therapy is so much more than than just I'm dealing with suicide or, you know, I'm, I, I feel a little depressed or I'm going through something. Therapy is so much more than that. Um, don't think you're weak because you went, don't think you're weak because you have to go, um, go out there. There are many resources for help. And if, and if, if not that they do have this 1-800, um, was it? I think it's one eight hundred self help or you know suicide prevention line. I'm the, I don't I don't know the number offhand. I just mm. call my girlfriend when I be mad. So <laughs> you know, yeah. reach out to somebody. Got yeah. you yeah. open up the bottle and just tell her all my problems, and then she'd be like, "Are you drunk?" I'd be like, "Yes." And I, she's, "Are you going to bed?" Yes. <laughs> I just need to get my So yeah. that's it. That's all I got to say. Rest in peace, Twitch. Yeah, and hey, oh, uh, let me say this too, man. Like, hey. Uh, you know, real quick. So also we as, you know, uh, you know, veterans or whatever, we definitely got to check them on other veterans. You know, um, my, my neighbor, um, young guys came back, um, a few years ago and he's lost, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, he, he told me, he's like, look, man, he said, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. So, you know, I got his number and what I do is I reach out to him every, every night, like every other day. Hey man, how you doing? And he come over, have a drink, but, uh, blah. Because you never know the life that you're saving. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. never know because a lot of guys won't say nothing. A lot of females won't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know what to say. You know, yeah. when you don't when you don't know what to say to somebody, you can't you're not gonna walk up like 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 Aaliyah just said, you're not gonna walk up somebody and say, Hey, I wanna kill myself. No, that's not what you're gonna say to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if you're if you're able to like, you know what I'm saying, get get with that person and show that person that hey, somebody care about you or something, there you go. Hey, perfect. Perfect. There's a number down there, but um, you know, so if you're able to, you know, um, reach somebody, you know, and let them know that hey, there's something to live for, then, you know, it, I mean, it only takes it only takes a couple of seconds to have a conversation. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah. So, uh, um, so Brown, uh, you know, uh, with everything that was going on, what's your perspective? I know, you know, you're you're still uh, active duty as myself, and we see these things. Just the particular job that we both hold. We sometimes see these things come across our our table with uh, military personnel and whatnot. So, uh, what's your perspective uh, on this whole situation with Twitch? 
Yeah, uh, when I first heard about it, I mean, I was sad. I saw him because, I mean, I used to watch the Ellen Show not every day because I'd be at work. But uh, every time I saw him, like, he was dancing. He was always happy. I knew he was, like, the DJ on Ellen. But then it came out that, you know, he committed suicide. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, you know, the people who, like, are happy all the time, like, those are the ones that's probably, I don't know if they're masking it or whatever, trying to push through whatever i was just having a conversation about a with a friend of mine the other day actually she um we had went out for brunch a couple of uh weeks ago or whatever not even knowing that she just had she had a miscarriage uh a couple of months ago and then she just recently had another one so then she posted about it i'm like why didn't you tell me like you she was like you well you know how we are because i'm the same way she was like you know we just pushed through like you know up it happened i need to you know just push through all of that um but i was like you know i'm always here i wanted to tell you you know i'm always here for you and and it goes both ways or whatever so we just have to do better like with just communicating like checking up on people because especially like the ones that you see happy or whatever you never know what they are going through i was speaking to some of the airmen the other day at work because you know in our line of work like it's not good news we don't get good news Somebody calls yeah. it bad news. And being where I am, we get anytime someone passes away in the Air Force, like we're gonna get that report because we're up there. So I was sitting there talking to them the other day and I was like, I was asking them like genuinely, like, does this affect you? Like, how do you know? Because you get these reports and you're reading these reports, you have to send it out to the leadership. I was like, is this affecting you? I was like, never feel like that you're alone. I had a couple a couple of airmen come to me and they was like, Yeah, it could be kind of down sometime or whatever like that. And I was like, Well, I'm always here for you. Like, if you ever want to speak, don't ever feel like you're alone. Like, even if you don't want to read this report or whatever, be like, Sergeant Brown, I cannot handle this or whatever like that. Just let me know. You know, we'll yeah. you help. I'll guide you. You know, I want them to be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think we, it's really no, it's really, there, there are signs, but it's just like, again, people, there's no one sign. Yeah. You know? So I think we just need to communicate more often, you know, check on each other, like genuinely. And I think we can probably, we can get through it. Yeah, it's a it's it's big time. Like like yeah. uh, like Brian, you talked about you know with our job, uh, you know having to having to in, in our line of work, there's a lot of information that flows through us, and, and we see a lot of things that most people don't see on a daily basis. Would never be able to calculate, and we yeah. can literally sit there and calculate. Oh man, we can go. Hey, uh, seems like suicides are up this month. Like we can do that in our job because we see those type of things, uh, you know, in the military and in the Air Force. So um, it can be taxing and whatnot. And you always got to check on your people no matter what is going on. Always say good morning. Always say hello. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? And and really uh, try to sit down and, and touch base with, with the people that are around you. Not a, not only family, but the person that's walking down the street, that's holding the door. You know what I'm saying? that That one smile or that one hello or that one you know, uh, act of kindness can help them get them through the day to go, hey, I, I can make it. So, you know, just be a good person. And for those out there, um, if you do need somebody to talk to and you're out here listening to the show, the national hotline or national suicide prevention hotline is there at the bottom of the screen. Uh, 800-273-TALK. 800-273-8255. Uh, so, you know, a hey, uh Everybody be strong out there. I know this is one of the biggest times, especially coming into the holidays. Yeah. Uh, make sure yeah. that, that you take care of the people. You talk, you call, 
you hug um, and make sure you take care of everybody that's out there. So uh, once again, rest in peace, uh, RIP to uh, Stephen Twitch boss, uh, DJ from Ellen. So really appreciate you guys. Kind words, all the words and uh, take care of yourself, guys out there. Uh, use that number if you need it. All right. And we're going to keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. So now we're moving on to a little changed up segment. I switched it up a little bit because as the stallion turns, it's crazy out here because like it like she took over. And she put up and said, yeah, get the f- out of here. Because hey. I'm about to fall out and get buck with all this news is popping off. So we got, I, and I put up here, does anybody know what the hell is going on? It's crazy. Hey. So first Bruh. off, I'm just going to read these real quick for everybody. So this first off, we got the bodyguard uh, now is missing. That was supposed to testify in court. We got uh, Joe Buttons was talking about he never liked Meg the Stallion because she used to do good people dirty. Uh, we got Meg the Stallion, uh, I guess one of the, the witness, uh, her BFF, pleads the fifth and refu- refuses to say that Tori shot Megan. Uh, we got, like, uh, you know, I mean, we got, we got no, we got no DNA on the gun. Uh, you know, and then also, uh, it looks like uh, Meg the Stallion's BFF has some connection with uh, Tori Lane's uh, record label. So it's a it's a all the way crazy situation that's going on. So Ross, talk to me, man. Do you have you been to the courtroom? Do you know what's going on, man? Are you like well, first, a secret witness? What's happening? First of all, yes. So first of all, <laughs> I feel like I know this. you like Meg. I know you hey, all in Meg wait, corner. So I'm gonna tell you like this. Seem if like she's a demon right now. If Kanye can be Aaliyah's cousin, then maybe stay my first of all, y'all just. <laughs> So listen, Leave my cousin out of here. Y'all never talk about my baby mama. And then look, hey, if she says she got shot in the foot, she got shot in the goddamn foot. I don't know what nobody say. You know what I'm saying? The question, so the question is this: Did she, did she shoot herself? Oh, like that's what I'm saying. That's the question. That's so what that's happened. So that's the stupidest, stupidest case I've ever seen in my life. Like it's four people, it four people that nobody know who shot. Like nobody know. Bodyguard disappeared. Like everybody what? knows who got who shot the like. So now I heard the BFF said that she made a statement back in September saying that Tory Lane was the one shooting over the back of the seat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So her stupid ass lied. She gonna talk about she pleading the fifth, but you already said it. Like in September, you can't plead the fifth. You cannot plead the fifth on like some shit you already said. You like? Yeah, you she pulled, you she pulled a mic. You did it. She yes, pulled a mic. <laughs> she pulled a mic. Tyson. That was like. <laughs> 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 yes, you can. So maybe you can't plead right? the fifth. I don't know. <laughs> you can't plead the fifth. He said, "I she plead the one, the two, three, yeah. four, five. <laughs> and what's the boy say? Four, five, fifth. What you think about fifth? Four, five, fifth. <laughs> That's what happened All right there. Man, this shit is crazy. Look, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Hey, I don't know what's going on. Like honestly, I can't say I want the man to go to prison because he. I, but at one point in time, I did because I'm like, you can shoot me, oh. shoot my baby mama. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. Aaliyah, 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 talk to me. I don't know. If you're I'm just saying. Like, was you in the car? You know, <laughs> what, I, what I'm feeling like, ha- what I what I feel like happening, or what, what I feel like happened, mm-hmm. this wine is strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, what I feel like happened was 
you know, well, everybody, at, you know, everybody at the little girl house, Kylie house, mm -hmm. you know, they all a little tipsy, they get a little riled up, you know what I mean? And they all decide it's time to go because you know, you got you always got that one friend who don't know how to act when they drunk. Right. Now, then she get combative, she combative with everybody, mm -hmm. then you know, Tori let it slip. I don't know why you mad because you know. Mm -hmm. I, you know, yeah, I'll be I, laying you know, it out here. I, I'm laying pipe. <laughs> so laying the, laying the wood. Right. You just went up here and announced to the world, I'm not your man. So why are you worried about who I'm trying to lay pipe to tonight? Mm -hmm. and he, he said, the, the, you know, the best friend hop in and wait a minute, bitch, you got some pipe too. So why are you oh, drinking? Why it you was back car? and forth. And I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm drunk, I'm tipsy, I'm trying to pull my gun out the motherfucking pocketbook and I shot myself. Oh, but got it, got the but, but what happened was we gonna get out here and I don't, everybody don't know what happened because if we don't know what happened we can't report to the cops. Nobody know. It was a ghost. Right? We can't this, report to the I'm cops. about to pull Hey, I'm about to pull a big crump on you. This, big, this is a big crump moment right here. Right? So if she shot herself, don't you think Tory Tory Lanez would have said, "Hey, she shot that crazy herself. motherfucker"? Yeah, I ain't gonna say shit. I just don't say. I ain't gonna say shit. Hey, hold up, hold up, hey, hold up, hey, hold up, hold up. Yeah, you got to think about I it. Because remember, remember what Leah, remember what Leah said. Hey, just like the you got them block rules. You know, it's like, hey, you see this, you see security gone. So she, they like, hey, don't say nothing. Security. Let the investigators investigate. I didn't see shit. I don't know shit. I don't know how she got shot. Then the best friend said that. Oh, the best friend said that because as my best friend, my bullshit is your bullshit, and your bullshit is my bullshit. And Ride guess what? she was just riding exactly. She was just riding with her friend until the cops said, "Nah, bitch, that ain't what happened." Yeah. This person didn't say that ain't what happened, and she goes, uh, "The fear." One, so, two, three, so, <laughs> so, hey, hey, so, hey, 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 talk, talk to me, D-Town, man. I don't know. Based What's on your perspective, though? Based off her conversation, I'd be like, based off her perspective, that she shot herself. Yeah. <laughs> she like, shot herself. Thank Why you, Why they just don't tell it then? Like, she shot herself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She shot herself. She could have just told the cops that she shot herself. Yeah. And, and she can't because she don't already lie to the cops and told them that Tory shot That's what I'm saying. And none no. of the testimony, though, and none of the testimony, they said that she shot herself. They did say that Tory shot her. That came out because before. that now was you... the original lie that they got to stick to. Okay, so baby mama shot herself because she was let's, drunk and couldn't get a gun out of her purse. Goddamn, she told me the other day. She shot her. He said she shot her. She had a case problem. He told him the other day. Okay, she said the other day. He drunk at his baby mama shot her. She was like, baby daddy. She said, first of all, she said, first of all, is, is your wife around? I said, no. She said, okay, listen. She said, not, not is your wife around. Oh, no. At least she's respectable. She said, that motherfucker Tori shot me in my goddamn pinky toe. I said, I said, well, call, I said, well, call Della Reese and see the fuck she did. And this is a bullshit. Uh, that's said, shot a nigga in the pinky toe. Like, goddamn, this, this ain't gonna happen. Like, saying, now she walk around here. She can't wear red bottom uh, nope. on yeah. the right foot. Yeah. Cause I got shot in the pinky, so that's some bullshit. Man, I ain't yeah. playing with this shit.
Yeah, that's the work right. Shoot, shoot my baby, them baby mama. He did. That. I'm just saying, your baby mama was is a drunk ass lie and shot herself. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I mean, it's, it's gonna not, come out. But but the thing is, she got to roll with her original story because again, well, now Aaliyah, I think about this. Aaliyah, think about this. Think about this right here. As a female, as a black female, when have you ever gotten an argument drunk and then stayed drunk when you got to the argument? Soon as you get to the argument, you sober as shit. You like, hey, you hey, you know, my worst night, sir. Honey, I used to drink Everclear. Okay, hey, look, I used look. to drink Everclear. I woke up drunk the next day. All right, even yeah, going yeah. on, it was a point in time. I was Everclear and moonshine. I was drinking Everclear in North Carolina moonshine, and let me tell you, I was to be drunk. Not the North Carolina moonshine. That's that white lightning. As the ref of the situation, you don't need to calm the hell down because all the things you're saying is false as shit. I'm just <laughs> so, anyways, hey, so, 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 uh, D Sound Brown, let, let, I'm trying to let you finish your, uh, the, the perspective that you have. I mean, my you know, bad, bro. Go if, ahead. Have you ever been around the situation where you really had to uh, go hard in the paint for a lie like you knew was like super lie? You like, yo, I gotta ride this shit out? Like, dude, like, why you tell that lie? Like, I gotta, I gotta somehow ride that lie? Have you been I in mean, that situation before? I mean, yeah. I have. <laughs> because I mean, my bullshit is your, your bullshit. Your bullshit. Like you just, you gotta, your gotta bullshit go with it. It's my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So I, I'll tell you this story. I mean, it's nothing at that level of man, somebody getting shot. But right, right. me and my cousin, who was teenagers, we took his father's Pathfinder, and we was in the Poconos. We were supposed to be going to Wendy's to go get <laughs> food. We ended up in Brooklyn on East Parkway in June. <laughs> ended up long ass detour. Ended up yeah. crashing the car, but we had to get back to the Poconos. Whoa. We didn't know. We busted the tire. The tire was flat, right? So we got. We had to bust the lock on the uh, tire. And we made it back to the Poconos early that morning or whatever like that. The live that we had going pretty much from a teenager up to probably like it was 25 or 26 is that we dodged from hitting a deer. Hey, at least that live worked. At least that live worked because you was in the Poconos. Now, if you was in Brooklyn, then right. you'd be like, <laughs> you can pull you out should. the deer, though. You know what I said? Trey, let me shot you. <laughs> I got shot by so, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez ain't shooting hey, nobody. You gotta make it work, buddy. At, 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 at Wendy's. <laughs> that's good, man. Hey, that's good stuff right there. Oh, man, that's awesome. You could have said so, you didn't make uh, the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, Tory Lanez ain't shooting I nobody. He, I believe he shot her. He shot her. I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 he shot her, dog. He shot her. It was like, you know what? It's a weird situation. You know what, Mr. Brown? You was my friend up until now. (laughs) (laughs) Up until now. He ain't shoot. He ain't shoot her. She shot herself. Kanye shot her. Right, there you go. <laughs> what I tell you about talking about my cousin? What I tell you about talking about my cousin? Your baby mama shot her dick self. Time out, time out. 
Time out, time out. We're going to keep it pushing. So everybody out there, we we keeping it moving. Since we got somebody that's from Brooklyn, well, I said, hey, let's throw this on here. You know what I'm saying? We got Biggie, a king in Brooklyn. We had uh, designed by local artist uh, Sherwin Banfield, and they have the uh, notorious B.I.G. statue that is standing out in the park. Uh, out in the Brooklyn area, a statue stands about nine feet tall. And my question to everybody on this, I mean, of course, uh, of course, uh, with uh, Mr. Brown here, this is his day going stomping ground. So I already got a statue out there. But for those that have different stomping ground, what would be the statue? Who would be the statue from your neck of the woods? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, what they oh. doing? What they hey. doing up there in Pensacola? Who they hey. putting up? Who are they doing in Philly? What they going to do? I mean, I got to hey. figure out any, I don't know, Indiana, though. Like, I, maybe, I, I, say, I think I got one, but it wouldn't be musically. Or Pensacola. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Roz. I'll, let you, I'll start so, out with you. So, Pensacola, we going with Plies. Plies is going to be Got a statue of plies. Yes. Hey, hey, look, hey, hey, tell, tell me what it is. No, no, hold on. Now give, me, now give me, now give me, what does it say on the plaque? Under Plaza's joint. Hey, I'm from the hood, though. <laughs> like the hood, though. Like, <laughs> really, really, really from the hood, though. Sha, I'm all making right. my baby daddy. All right, all right, Philly, Philly, talk to me. All right, Philly. So tell it me, who went with y'all? It'll definitely be Meat Mill. And What's I think it'll it say, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all think we can see that in there. Like, that's the only thing. I don't care. I don't care. All right, all right. Look, I'm going to put a D-Town boogie on. I mean, you got to... I'm gonna give it to you like this. You gotta come up with another one for Brooklyn. I mean, y'all got enough. Y'all got enough. You know what I'm Jay. saying? Jay, so you got Jay. So what? What's the black okay. say? What's the black say? Hove. This is Hove. Oh my God! Oh, you got the diamond on it. Oh, all right. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I got a. Go. I got two spots that I grew up. So I was born in Indianapolis. So really, we got the sports deal. But something outside of sports, I would say the only person that reps Indianapolis outside of just the sports deals would be Mike Epps. You know what I'm saying? And okay. I would put on there all about the Benjamins. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we always trying to get this cash. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Okay. So it's like, okay. hey, I'll put, that, I'll put that dude up there. Uh, you know, because he always repping. He rep Indy. No matter if he in L.A. or doing whatever. He be, he be showing up back in Indy doing his thing. So, hey, that's, yeah, uh, that's yeah. good stuff, man. So, so, you um, pick, so you pick Meek Mills over Will Smith? Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> you, gave, like, you gave that look like, what? Come First on. Of all, I agree with you on Meek Mills, though. That's my other cousin. Okay. That's my other cousin. You uh, know. Me? I mean, I fuck no. with Meek I like No, that's, that's my little boo thing. Um, <laughs> Will's okay, okay. Will cousin. Will's cousin. Will that's family. my other cousin. She like to slap you know. Yeah, you got a crazy <laughs> ass cousin. No. Yeah, I'm about to say all is silly related. But um <laughs> that's just how we do. Um, you know, you ain't gonna talk shit about his wife. That's all I'm gonna say. You don't get um, that smack um, in my back. You know what I'm okay. Don't stop thinking Will Smith saw cause he saw cause he out here getting jiggy with it. I just want y'all okay. to know. Yeah, I just yeah. want y'all to know. Hey, I will say though, hey, I will say back in the day, 
Summertime? Shit. That's the gym. Oh, Summertime used to be that shit. It's still the gym. I mean, ain't no it's hard to hear that. But did you realize they ain't really played that much this they summer? They ain't really played. Uh, they was, was mad at Will Smith. He don't yeah. care. That man is a multi-millionaire. Okay? Yeah, like, you know, you know. Hey, look. We already we already know money ain't everything. Well, everybody hate Chris. You know that. You know. It make it better, though. But it ain't everything. It ain't everything. <laughs> It ain't I mean, you know, I can I can assure you if I'm I think he upwards of two three hundred million dollars, if not more, I'm not upset if y'all gonna be mad for a little bit. Kanye, our other cousin, gonna do something and y'all gonna forget about me a little. Y'all gonna forget about me a little. Yeah, Hey, look, I look, I understand why you was talking so uh you was going hard in the paint for therapy, boy, because I know that whole squad is <laughs> let me tell you, like Philly is rough. That's like that first of all, that's like the first layer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the first that's, only, layer. that's only the top. Okay. Well, cool. That's that's just that ain't even foundation. It is quite literally the first layer. Yeah, Foundation is waking the hell up, knowing ain't no food in the house. Yeah, yeah, you, can't be doing that. you know, but it's it's crazy when I tell you, you know, like that. I pray for my cousin. Pray for my cousin. Hey, you got somebody riding with you, man. They said, yeah, you need to pray for all, all, all your cousins. First of all, sir, sir, get off my cousins. We're about to call. <laughs> hey, you been talking We're about, about to call. Mom, right the show. Hey, <laughs> she <laughs> shot herself with a drunk ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's an angry ah, drunk. She's um, an angry drunk. First of all, hey. she ain't never been an angry drunk. She every time I was with her, she ain't never angry. <laughs> it's uh, look at all these lies. <laughs> look, you, you gotta you gotta make sure you keep hey, you keep hey, on this. But we got hey. new shit. No, wait, what wait, up, hey, man? My, my wife Talk didn't kick my ass. She said, "Look, you the one saying." <laughs> like, you you're like, it. You, you said it. Look, you I, said I, it. I ain't hey. at your house, so you good. I, you know, man, okay. I, I, I love my wife. I'm gonna tell you all that shit now. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're going to keep it pushing right now, man. I've seen uh, J.D., Jermaine Dupree, was talking about he confirmed that there's going to be a versus battle. Diddy versus Jermaine Dupree. Who you got? Is J.D. a sleeping giant? That's a hard one. Or does Diddy steamroll? Like, and I went through on Wikipedia, right? So I was like, hold on. Let me see what they produce and what they've been on. And I'm like, always versus is your, you got 20. Right, so you got 20 that you got to bring, and I'm gonna say JD got 20. That is yeah. like he got a Definitely. nice 20. Where I mean, if he went past 20, it would start getting sketchy, but his 20 <laughs> he can bring to the table is legit. Like, I mean, straight up, I can think 2000 to 2005 Germany, JD was in yeah, the a lot, like JD yes, was, was killing it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he was killing in the club. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look at it like, man, it's, it's big time. I'm going to give you all a couple of these singles. I mean, you got, of course, with J.D. I'm going J.D. first. You got uh, you got the cast out here. Of course, you're going to start out with uh, Criss Cross. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, jump. That's a classic. It would, it would play. It would do its thing. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's the, the second best jumping song you can have. <laughs> Besides jump around. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got jump, criss crisscross jump. Uh, you got also, you got things like uh the brat, you got functified in there, you got tonight's the night, uh crisscross deal, you got 
then, then, he, then he brings the pain when he goes, hold up, I'm going to bring Usher. You make me want to leave the one on with. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You start getting to that Usher, dog. You got nice and slow. You got my way. You got make me want to. Uh, then you start getting into everything, uh, everything you yep. want to. I think I'm going yeah. bad. I'm not, I don't think I'm putting Bow Wow joints on there. They wouldn't hit like that. You got, you got, you got, but I'm I'm just looking at the 20. You got Confessions okay. Part 2. You got oh. My Boo. Yeah. You got Burn. You, I mean, like, he was you got, on, you got Mariah Carey. You got, yeah, you got Mariah Carey, shake him off. Like, you got freaking, uh, you got, you shake, got grills. Shake. You got doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. like, you ain't got to get my grill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got some in there, dude. I just feel like they're, like, they're in two different spaces. And I mean that in a sense of, like, JD had, JD's catalog was, like, club it. You see what I'm saying? Like you heard him in the club. He was he was party central. Now don't get me wrong. Diddy had a few. Diddy had a few, but a lot of his stuff was just let, let's spark up a blunt music. I'm just saying. Like we we chill. Like Diddy, Diddy had a lot of Diddy's catalog is Biggie. After Biggie, I mean you got you got Mary J. Like, Wait a minute, you got. You got Mary, you got Day 26, you got... No, he produced a lot of those hits. But think about it. You heard a Day 26 um, album in the club? You heard Danity Kane in the club? Yes. Well, look, you from the Midwest. No, he's from New York. So it's like... Not, yeah, oh, he's from New got, York, so I mean, know that especially don't count. So, <laughs> hey, but you got Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon. That's three right there by themselves. <laughs> you know what? You got call. You got call Thomas. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yes. Yep. 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 But, I'm, but I'm looking at. I'm looking at it like this. Like if you look at if you look at those if you look at those clubs and you add Usher, which Usher hits every point of that. Like he can give yeah. you the clubby boy, and he gonna give you. The singing, Mr. R&B. I don't know, but you got, you know what I'm saying? You got, but you got Black Rob, you got all these cats too, though. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm also, but I'm looking at the songs he got to go up against. He got like Jermaine Dupri's hits, or club, like they are. Whoa, they were hits. Whoa, they you know what I'm saying? What? Whoa. All about the Benjamins. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it would, I feel like. Not all about the Benjamins. You want to rumble with the Benjamins? What? You want to rumble with the Benjamins? You want to rumble with the Benjamins? You know what I'm saying? Throwing hooks on the whole family. What? Like, I mean, I think. You got to do the dance too, bitch. I feel like. What? I think it. I think it'll be a little Shit. bit closer than most people think. I think people. Yeah. I think that's a good match. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. but I think I twenty. It. I think for twenty, Jermaine Dupri for sure could be right there. But that doesn't even also include the remixes. So you got Welcome to Atlanta, and Jermaine Dupri will make a So So Deaf remix on anything. He be like, all right, So So Deaf remix. Let me bring Bow Rat. Bring the Rat. Bow Wow and them jackets. But we got about jacket heads. Jacket heads. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He got he got joints, man. Yeah. He got squad. He got a squad. Yeah. But see, Diddy got 112 though. So I mean, oh, but, man. Cream. <laughs> I mean, it, but it comes down to it comes down to if it was produced by him, 
Because what? Were they they were on Bad Boy though, right? Mace. Yep. Yeah, Mace. Mace had a few. Uh, so are, are, is, it tough. Gonna the, is, is it going to be the hits they produced or the hits they were like they were quote unquote artists? Or? I think it'll I be. I think it'll be. Pro- I think it'll be artists. both. It's it's go both. It'll go produced or if they if they rapped on them. So I mean, Jermaine okay. Dupree was on rap. a lot of stuff and <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? They was there. Rapped. Looking around the video. They spit them verses. <laughs> They rapped on it on the remix. <laughs> so, I mean, know. I said the, the Welcome to Atlanta is pretty good. I mean, like yeah. he, he got some stuff that could, could yeah. get rolled. And it's, I think it's going to be it's very regional, too. So it'll be very much like, yeah, mm-hmm. New York, you'll have certain things like, whoa, would go hard in New York. I mean, Sean, mm-hmm. on that, you'd be like, yeah, that's going hard. But then you go, you put, yeah, it's like you, yeah. you put, uh, you, and then if you put that Atlanta, that Atlanta run, because I mean, he almost, cre- he literally created the Atlanta sound. So I mean, like, who was the guy that from, um, <clears throat> Belize? Shine. Shine. That was Shine. Yeah, he was. His his career was about to take off, and then he went to jail. And then it was uh, like, I mean, well, did he get? Did he? Did he go to jail, or was he sent? Well. No, that means you're either way. If you sit or go, and I'm I'm legit asking because I know it was like this whole thing about something happened. He got blamed for something, or uh, he he wasn't, or he took the fall for uh, something. He was that the, Was he that the, he could have had a whole career if he would have just sniffed? Was that the yeah. one where um with with uh Jennifer and Lopez? That yeah, yeah, so, that's that's when they broke up. Something yeah, happened around that time. Yeah, that's when they broke up because uh, Jay took was the fall. Like, he I took can't the fall for that. He took the fall. He took the fall for that. He took the fall for it. But at right now, he's like, like he's the was it the president of Belize or he's running for some office down there or something? I did hear something like that. Yeah. Prime minister or whatever they titles are down there. I don't know. I'm running for president in 2028. So oh, it's like his father. Or okay, Raj. But <laughs> you know, you know they're gonna look back at this show. You understand that now? That is a thing, right? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, hey, this is gonna be the, the headline. Megan Stallion. If y'all see my name down. on the ballot, just go and check the box. Go and check the box. Megan Stallion's ex baby daddy is running for president. Belize. Yeah, he's the, the lead, he's the leader of the Belize United Democratic Party. Thank you. I don't know if he's making things happen, but he's doing something. But, uh, hey, no, a lot of people voted. I know he was having uh, people out there voting for him. So yeah, yeah. So look, now, now y'all gotta give me, y'all gotta give me. We got four folks on here. So give me who do you got? JD Diddy, Roz. Uh, I'm going JD. Talk to me, uh, D Town. It's a hard one. I'm gonna I'm just go with Diddy, with New York. All right, he going hometown. And uh, Aaliyah, give me some perspective. I'm just here for the chicken wings because I like them both. You you the one to keep the chicken wings open in the club. Like they be like, who's these that's chicken wings? You like, that's her right there. Like, I don't I'm like I don't like the way I don't like the way Diddy treats his artists, but the music, but the music is fire. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with JD because I mean I'm I like I like Diddy's I like Diddy's stuff, but like I think crowd hype wise, yeah. I feel like JD may have a little bit more as of songs that will 
be like, oh, that's the joint. Like people will go like, oh, that's it. We already know what Diddy gonna bring. He bringing mad Biggie hits. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's gonna be yeah. Biggie for like eight and eight to nine yeah. of them joints. And you so be like, ask, come on. So let me ask you this. Let's just say you got Diddy and you got JD both hosting. Right. Who brings the most energy? Uh, I, I would, I would say, I would probably, I, think, I would have to give JD. I would think JD may do that. I have never seen JD hype. Yeah, but but the thing is, he like, got a lot of head. Alina's vibe is They're more laid back. We having a good time. We kicking it yeah, as yeah. opposed to Diddy, who we turned up. We be partying. We out here. So that's what I'm saying. Like their bodies are totally different. And that's why I say he will win because it's just he's bringing that energy, that I, energy, that fire. I, like, but but well, sometimes, you know, but you know, know along with the music, but you know that Diddy. Was hype when he ain't need to be hype in some of the videos. He was, he was like, "What are you doing?" He was like, everybody was looking at Diddy in the background, like, "What is he doing?" Like, this is a <laughs> this is a love song, and he back there, like, "Mr. Shiny oh. Shoes." <laughs> you know, Mr. Shiny Shoes, man. The fact, that, the fact that he can't stop, won't stop. I mean, shit. Like, like, if it's a love song, he said he already told you. I, making his, <laughs> making, yeah. making his multiple, yeah. making his multiple baby mamas. Yeah. So he's oh, already here. Hey, hey, Diddy! Hey, Diddy got side chicks on deck, dog. Let's talk about that. Uh, hey, hey, hey! They not side chicks. I heard he wasn't side chicks. See, you up here they disrespecting. Side no, he just, disrespecting. He just got. He just got. New he got a harem. Cool. Is he trying to be? Yeah. He got a harem. Hey, hey, <laughs> young, young Miami says she ain't a side chick. Did he say she ain't a side chick? Freaking uh, academics had to apologize because he called her side chick and she ain't a side chick. So nah, that's all I'm saying. Like, hey, that's you up here disrespecting. But it's two more chicks that just popped out out of nowhere. No, okay, but, but 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 they decide so, chicks and or just the baby mamas. Hey, I mean, he's a multi-billionaire, so at this point, he just need to he need to have a few tax shelters. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for tax reasons. That's dope. <laughs> that's dope, right there. <laughs> Crazy joint, you be like, Yo, this is my tax shelter. I'm gonna go in. I'm about to do this 1099. <laughs> you know, you just need right. to hire a few more. Hey, let's let's talk about let's talk about uh, we we back to the best of the rest. So let's talk about possible snitching. We got uh, we got Gunna, he was released after pleading guilty to racketeering conspiracy charges. Um, and folks is out here uh, talking about he snitched to get that going on. Next up, we got Yeezy's company is facing eviction, and he also had uh, his name was brought up while somebody was a, doing a uh, anti-Semitic, I guess he beat up somebody beat up an old Jewish man, elderly Jewish man, and brought uh, you know Yeezy's name into it in the in the in the halls of Yeezy. I strike you down. I don't know what they said, but I was like, yo. So I guess they said that. Then we got Money Bag Yo. Y'all offered a hundred k from a porn star to come through. It's kind of wild. Like this porn star was gonna pay young money, <laughs> young it ain't wild. money bag, yo. I'm like, why I mean, I guess that was with the ladies. The ladies get if, money now. They can just be like, hey, I'm if, about to go get this dude. Like, if I was thinking, I'm like. If I'm if I was single, why is that? Why? I mean, I'm just, question? I'm just saying. Where like, is the question to that? That's like a hundred thousand an hour. You exactly. She be like, "Hey, I need you to come through. <laughs> come, 
See, but you gotta, okay. but you gotta ask yourself. Come on now, as as a porn producer, I'm a producer. Yes, I am. Um, okay, okay, as a okay. porn producer, you know, you gotta <laughs> ask a lot of questions. You know, what is this person bringing to the table? What are we doing? What's the scene? What's the setup? Yeah, because no, it wasn't even, no, it wasn't, thing, it wasn't even to be recorded. She was saying just to come through. But that's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. She just wanted him to do yeah. some things. Or she was trying to do some things to him. She wanted people know. to watch. She wanted to go live. Like, dear, up. Uh, I needed to know the specifics of the um, contract. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Got you. I'm telling you. My We're question is who watched the contract. Grandmama, okay, tell her to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Said, you know, you I chicken wings. Specifics of the contract. You know, chicken wings. Oh, you want me to? Okay, I got you. I need that. Hundred day, we good. Uh, <laughs> so Zilman, also, Zilman also, is, uh, also, we got Dave Chappelle's uh, Hollywood Bowl attacker was sentenced to jail. He got two hundred and seventy days. Good. Um, also, we've got Takeoff's alleged killer is going to claim self defense in the murder case. Which is going to be an interesting thing because I'm like, uh, no, I mean, that's no. not interesting because if I y'all mean, remember, I'm, I'm going to say just, this. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say this. When it first got, when the story first got put out, because, you know, I'd be on it internet researches and things when the story got put out there was a text thread if you will like somebody mm -hmm. was texting what was going on as it was going on mm -hmm. basically what happened quave like was takeoff was over there minding his business having a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. quavo was losing his money he was down like six seven thousand mm dollars -hmm. he started talking about Folks was cheap. Basically, he got hot. You know how little kids they get mad. They hot and bothered. They now they gotta tell some. Now I'm gonna pull out my gun because I know y'all bitches cheating. And that's what happened. He brandished allegedly. He brandished a gun. Somebody saw a gun. They got they get to shooting. Take off. Got hit the close fire because everybody said it was one of those things where right. one playing a game. The next minute they start shooting. Nobody could understand why the shooting started. Right, Mr. Quavo was hot in the motherfucking head, talking shit, going back and forth, brandished and gun. Other guy shot so, first. So, so, hit. so, if Quavo was first brandishing the weapon, it could be you a problem where this dude, this dude could you threatening my life? Yeah, this could be interesting. Like this whole deal could be interesting. Where first of all, wait a minute, and we're back at. We're back at those those drunk ass witnesses. Well, let me, let, let, let. First all right, of all, talk to me, talk to me this, about drunk ass witnesses. You listen to the same person that just said my baby mama shot her damn self. She did. And she was so. She sort of made good daggone statements, so, man. Like, no, she not. No, she not. Don't, don't, don't run that bullshit. I can't wait yeah, till she get on the yeah. stand and tell the first truth. Of all, the, first of all, Hayes, don't don't fall into that bullshit. First of all, that's some bullshit. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what happened. This is, oh, this, is a, this is a rendition of what happened, mm -hmm. right? They were playing dice. Right. Say, ball size, they were shooting craps. They weren't playing dice. Yeah. Shooting craps, same thing. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Okay, for, you, for you, for you, it ain't. for you, for you hood people. I'm hood. <laughs> nigga. I know the damn same shit. So anyway, <laughs> that ain't the same because we'd have been I'm on good. the street corner. He'd have just got hit the fuck up, and I'd have snatched off the money. Like this, I said, they this rich nigga, continue. Rich, rich nigga <laughs> shit is still dice, nigga. That same shit. So anyway, so listen, 
Quavo started losing money. Mm -hmm. This nigga took this nigga called Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez came through after he shot Megan Stage, and that's who shot got them. It's all it's all song right there. There Boom. it is. He did it. Did it? Then they called Kanye for the getaway call. What did I tell you about talking about my cousin? What did I tell you about my cousin? This is another rendition of what This is another rendition of Sherlock Negro solving okay. problems. Okay. That's, that's, that's what happened. Boom. Okay, Sherlock. Mic drop. Boom. There it is. That's what happened, y'all. Sounds like Anyway, your baby mama shot her drunk ass self. Well, it looks like uh, with this whole, you know, with the takeoff situation, I mean, that seems like a possibility. Like, you know, just based on that little situation, you're like, man, this dude, I don't know. Right? I don't know if that he could get. <laughs> I don't know if he could get off, but that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be interesting. The way they play that situation and the way the video shows, especially if uh, Quavo was the first one brandishing. It escalated from an issue that Quavo had. Quavo was having with the fact that he was losing and. Something was said, something was did. Like it was a thing between Quavo and when you bring the that, people. when you bring Quavo that iron out, when you bring yeah. that iron out, the crazy out. thing is, y'all know the motherfucking rule. I always, the first rule is self protection. If I'm not, if shoot the kill, yeah, you shoot the kill. Yeah. I'm not putting yeah. this motherfucking piece out just to show y'all that I got a pretty little motherfucking gun. I'm telling you right now, you yeah. fit to feel at least four of these bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are you are no longer an employee of goddamn me If it was me, hold on, oh, it, for, for, matter of fact, I'm I'm really convinced that you the one shot makes this like this a Talking shit, so I shot her ass in the paper. Yeah, right in a row, I have to go. Uh, all the statements said here. I was just having a great time on the Mick Edge podcast. I don't believe any yeah. shit that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not real. We are this just a that. team. There's nothing else that yeah, we're doing. We're just having a good yeah, time. All right. Yeah, this, this is up. that book. We're just having a good time talking <laughs> shit. And last, talking but not, and last but not least, we got uh, Little Wayne, we got Lollipop. Has yeah. made it to diamond level yeah. times yeah. 10. So, this is my question, yeah. right? So, because Lollipop happened to come out in that weird window where it wasn't like super streaming and there were still people buying albums, and like it was kind of weird because Lollipop was a big banger, like everybody was, was. loving that song, right? Yeah. But then you have other artists on his own label you got Meg Stallion, you got Drake. They all have diamond songs before him. This is his first one. He's he's yeah. also getting on the list with artists that are younger than him and came out after him and have worse songs. And yeah. they have diamond already on some of their stuff. So is this a situation that shows it is easier for artists now to make money and become popular? No, and not have the same quality no. as their previous, or do you no. feel like it's just it's a situation of same quality? They just touch more people. Talk to no, me, I don't think it, it's not same quality because I would never compare uh, 
what's his damn name? Um, was money bag yo? I'm just only because uh, I just because yeah, yeah, I had yeah, to yeah, you just heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I would never like he would never. He might got a diamond album. I don't know. I'm just saying I would never compare money bags yo catalog to little wings. You just like you said those accolades are based off of sales and like you said it came out at a weird time when we were transitioning from buying cds and everything like that to start to, to where we started streaming now everybody who came out after him meg the stallion drake of course drake got um diamond things because he was at an era where we're now streaming. Everybody's streaming Drake everything. People, what's the one that came out and they was like, oh, it didn't do real well. The the, the oh, baby. Never mind. Never mind. And, and it's still mind. and it's still sold yeah, high yeah. problems. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like one of those weird things. But for real, for real, if Little Wayne came out at a time where we were already streaming, all of his shit would be diamond. So it's yeah. like it's not that's that's nothing. But then you got to realize not only did he go diamond or not only did he make just the rap, he also did the remix with the, the other guy. I don't know his name. Um, and then he also did another remix where he had the like the heavy metal people, the heavy yeah, metal yeah. Yep. playing in the background. Yeah. Right. So it's like his song is it like that song was universal in that it touched other genres outside of rap. So yeah, it should have yeah. went platinum. I wouldn't be surprised if the music that he makes, the Carter Four, the Carter Five, or whatever Carter we are on right now. I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seventeen. if he goes platinum or not platinum. It's one of platinum the week it comes out. I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes diamond. You know what I mean? By the right. end of the year that it comes out, because that's the quality of music he has. He right. reaches everybody. Like, talk to me, Mister Brown. Is diamond artist. Talk to me, yeah, Mister Brown. Do you think it's one or the other? You think it's uh, you think it's the quality of music, or you think it's just the technology that's created uh, with the the technology is helping out mediocre music. I think technology is helping out mediocre music. Because it's at everybody's fingertips. It's like at you know we used to have to go on Tuesday, New Music Tuesday, to Best Buy. I was faithfully yeah, yeah. there every Tuesday buying my <laughs> CD. So it was based off of what you bought, like the numbers that was reported, you know, sales or whatever. Now even with the streaming, you don't necessarily have to go out there and buy that particular song. You could just stream that song. So mm -hmm. you might subscribe to something and you're just streaming it. Oh, I want to put that song on repeat. So that's one, mm -hmm. two, three, you know, however yeah. many mm -hmm. counts that they get. So, um, yeah, you have, like you said, like, uh, what is this, uh, the Soldier Boy or whatever, when he came out, what did he use YouTube yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to go out and find record labels or whatever. Like, you can kind of, like, do things from your own home, make your own music and put it mm -hmm. out there. You know, it, people start hearing it. You're underground. It's it gets popular, then people will start looking for you. You know what right, I mean? Right. So, um, and then like, I think a lot of uh, our people that sign people nowadays, they don't really look for quality music or are they just looking for right the next thing? Yeah, who's hot? They who's like, if, right if somebody got yeah. folks following. There's no longevity. They don't really care about longevity. Because right. they don't really yeah. plan on investing that much money into them. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you hot yeah. right now, and when you... Uh, we'll kick yeah. it to the curb when you're unsigned now. Like. Yep, yep, yep. So, so Roz, what uh, what is your perspective on this whole situation? Same thing, man. It's like um, I, I feel like technology has boosted mediocre music. And it's like you don't really have to have, 
you really have to have, you know, a a a good technique or a good style or you know what I'm saying, you have a good hook, a weird beat, and you know what I'm saying, you reach it. Like for like I said, my my fifth yeah, my 50-year-old thinks Lil Yachty is hot. I'm like, nigga, what? Like, really? like, like, what? Like, like we ride, I take, I take him to school. I drive him to school and he trying to play. No, bro. Lil Yachty gets no play in this truck. No, no, we don't do that. Little Yachty? But, yeah, but, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but you know, if you listen to these cats, you're like, man, like this. And they talk about the same thing. They're all talking about the same thing. And, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. I feel like when we was growing up, we probably talked about the same thing, too. But we talk about stuff we knew. You know, but yeah, like you said, it's 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 the generation thing. You know, like you can reach back in the day, Hazel, me and you was doing music. We can reach thousands of people, you know, and we thought we was doing something. But yeah. now with social media, you can reach millions. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Worldwide. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even be doing you know this podcast. Yeah, we wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Media. We'd be out here bowling. We'd have been dropped. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were I got a question for Mr. Brown. I got a question for Mr. Mr. Brown. You ever hit up on the tower? The tower. Oh, the uh, music store. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, CDs came out on Tuesdays. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, <laughs> New music Tuesday. But that's what yeah. that was. What that was fun back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, when you know, all the CDs was about to drop. Like for for example, when I was in the army, man. Every time Mystical dropped, I was at the PX waiting for the CD to sit. Wait, wait for the stock shelf. You know what I'm saying? Wait for Mr. CD or wait for DMX new CD or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that was fun. Now, like shit, they pop I out. I forgot you like 55, but like go 12 ahead. Hey, first of all, I'm 49 and I'll be 50 next month. <laughs> you know something, something like that. Something hey, like that. Something like that. But look, but look, look. Look at that. See, but, uh, you know, and another another thing that I liked about <laughs> about those uh, new music Tuesdays, at least for myself, because you know, in our uh, in our music relationship with me and Ross, I was the producer. He was, uh, you know, what I'm saying he's an A and R. So he had like A and R. Go find it. I made the music, and the music piece was at the foldouts. I loved the foldouts and CDs because then you learn things. Like as a, if you were trying to get into music, you yeah. learned like. Who the producers was, and oh, like oh, they was like they had another person playing the keys. Oh, that was a real violin that was in there, and they had somebody playing it. And you would look like you were finding out real rappers' names. We didn't yeah. know real rappers' names. We were like, oh, who is like who is yeah, Marshall yeah. Mathers? Yeah, you be like, who, who is who is uh, who is Brodus? Like, who is this Brodus dude yeah. on Snoop joints? Like, you would find yeah. out like they real names. You finding out who actually produced the songs. Sometimes they who had to wrote the song. Yeah, you you had that uh, was the surprising yeah. thing. The surprising thing to me all the time was who wrote the songs because for I think for a long time I thought artists sang the songs that they wrote because I grew up in a house where we was playing, you know, Michael Jackson yeah. and Prince where they wrote their the music. Band, and you know them, what I'm saying? You know? But when you How start you me old? Home, I mean, My you were Say you so, was a teen, you was a teenager in the house. We was kids. Nah. 
My uncle is your age. So, but no, but then look at like you said, you would find it you're trying to read the trying to read the lyrics and stuff. You would find out it 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 wasn't just that person. It was quite literally four or five or six or twelve people who wrote. Right, that contributed to that song, and then to listen to the old skew, the old, and that's probably why I love the oldies because a lot of times they wrote the music that they sung. You know what I mean? It's not like it is today where you got twelve people producing hits like Baby, but by by, what's the little boy name? Baby. Uh, I don't know, probably, I don't know, but also you can find just, out. Just you can also find out what uh what's what sample they use too, and that was a good yeah, because I can find out what old song that they happen to use. Yes, and you be and like, oh, so, I'm gonna go check that song out. And be like, oh, you know? have, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you have to look at the credits for that song and realize yeah. it took a few people to write that. What's what's Usher? What's Usher? Um, guy's name, the little white boy, Justin Bieber, him. And like, like when they talk about eight people wrote baby, baby, it's six fucking <laughs> It was the way it was the way he said baby though. Somebody gave him direction. He was like, don't say baby. They said baby. Say baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the third one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bring it up. Oh, that's what it was. That was what it was. It was like, hold up. You said it all wrong. But anyways, we was, talking, we was talking about music. We about to get up in this music thing real quick. So we moved on. To the uh, the music of the week, my peoples, and uh, we got a little, we got we got some stuff that was happening this week, and actually, I did more than just this week. I went ahead and went through the rest of December. So we had things like Jacquez, we had a but uh, it's Jacquez, it's Jacquez, King of R&B, Jacquez. All right. So- we got AB Soul, Suicide Boys came out with some. Uh, Chief Keith came out, Little Dirt, Young Dolph, uh, uh Recipes, Young Dolph. Uh, I think they put some music together for him. The Alchemist uh, did a okay. little something. We got uh, Pee Wee Longway. I don't even know what that is. And uh, we got some stuff coming in to the to the next year. Mike, Beware the Monkey. You know, it's a whole bunch of this stuff that's they trying to finish out the year. I think most of the uh, artists that were really trying to get something out came out earlier in the earlier in the uh the month for for the winter time for the christmas albums and whatnot but um you know i was gonna give some give some love to the to the west coast uh top dog music and i went with uh ab soul ab soul herbert is the album 18 tracks holidays f-o-m-f the wild side go off and Church on the Move was the songs that I really enjoyed. Check out AB Soul, Absol, really good. Top Dog Music, if you know Top Dog Music, that is Kendrick Lamar and them. So uh, you know uh, they what? got a nice little, they got a nice little uh, uh, sound out there. So he's got very lyrical. So it's a very lyrical album. Not going to give you any of that, um, you know, saying that nonsense. He's going to give you that very lyrical album that's out there. So go check out that Herbert. AB Soul, 18 tracks, like I said, Holidays, F-O-M-F, The Wild Side, Go Off, and Church on the Move with the songs, Mint Ketchup, Spotlight, that is your music of the week. And now we're going to keep it pushing. Now we're moving on to the interview portion. Mr. Brown, we welcome you once again. Somebody 
man, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions, man. I mean, we we knew each other, know each other for well, we worked together for about a year and some months. Yeah, some months, you know what I'm saying? So uh uh we met down in Florida working uh at in the Air Force together, and uh, you know, I, I feel like we had great conversations, man. We were learning a lot from each other, man. I was trying to, you know, uh, uh help you out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to <laughs> That le- get that leadership rod, you, right. know I mean? you know what I mean? He's always doing good things, man. But uh, you have a you have a really uh, really amazing story and stuff like that. Uh, going through you know a lot of stuff and, and taking on the responsibility. So what really got you in? Give give us a background. What really got you into uh, the the military Air Force situation um, up to when I ended up meeting with. So, um, so I started off in the military 2016, January 3rd, 2016. I did uh, three years ROTC in the high school Air Force. Um, mm. I knew I was going to always join. How do you open up, up that cough drop? <laughs> yeah, I'm not opening up cough drops at all. <laughs> I knew that I was going to always join the military, but I just I needed to get some stuff out of my system, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right after high school. Gotcha. Um, End up having my daughter in 2004. Was it four? Yeah. I think it was two. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, ours are about the same age. Right? Yeah, two, yeah, th- yeah. 2004 had her. So I was like, that kind of like was the driving factor. I was like, okay, now I can't live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. I got somebody else to depend on me, you know? So yeah, yeah. And now I guess it's time. So anyway, joined the military, went to basic training, San Antonio. Uh, first duty station, I was at Ellsworth Air Force Base, South Dakota. I was a propulsion mechanic. I did that for five years. Uh, I like the time out there. It was good. At first, it started off kind of rough, but there's not a lot of us out there in uh, <laughs> South Dakota. Us. In, uh, in quotes, us. us. <laughs> but, uh, it was good. It was good. I had I learned a lot out there. A uh, bunch of group, uh, good guys out there. Uh, first time camping, mudding. You know, I was introduced to like a lot of different things that I normally wouldn't have done. Yeah, so, coming from Brooklyn, there's not yeah. a lot of mudding or camping happening. <laughs> Amen. Unless you're Amen. homeless. So I respect that. Uh, so I was like, I was trying, I was ready to get up um, out of there. So I was like, if I don't cross train or get orders, I'm getting out. Like, and I was telling my mm. supervisor, he was like, no, don't let this be, you know, your whole scope of the Air Force is different, whatever, you know. So I was like, if I, I got accepted to cross train and then come into the one Charlie three career field, uh, BOP to Andrews. I did four years at Andrews. Then I moved over to the Pentagon. Uh, All right now, DMV. Right, DMV. <laughs> that was oh. an epic time here. Uh, that was from 2011 to 19. So four years at Andrews, four years at the Pentagon and National Military Command Center. Um, and then I came down to Florida. Uh, Florida 2019 uh, to 2022 this year, earlier this year. And then they sent me back to the Pentagon here. So I mean, coming back, I mean, it's kind of like bittersweet. Like at first, when I first moved to, uh, to Florida, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, Oh, it was like, I thought it was going to be country. I thought I wasn't going to like it. But when I got there, it was, it was actually legit. Like I actually, you know, enjoyed it coming back here. I thought, you know, I was like, it's worse places I could be, but coming back, um, I was like, okay, I already know the area, whatever. But it's, a lot has changed since 
I was here in 2019. It's just, I don't know, that's the vibe and everything to me is different. So I can't wait to get back to Florida. But I got three more years till I hit 20. So hopefully I'll probably retire out of here. And who knows what's in store for me after that. So uh, give us a background on that. I know, um, you know, like I said, my my son and, and your daughter are around the same age. So um, if, if you don't mind me asking, like, how did it come out or how did it come about you becoming, you know, a single father and, and taking care of your daughter? So back in, I want to say it was 2011-ish, 12, right when I first got to Andrew. I don't know. I just got a feeling that, you know, pretty much she wasn't living right. As what her mom, what it like she was supposed to. Um, long story short, or whatever, like that. I um, I had always had in my mind. I was like, maybe I need to get custody of my child, you know, because she has two parents. Like she doesn't have to go through what she's going through mm-hmm. uh, because she has two parents, you know. So, and then I got a call from her. Her mother's sister pretty much told me, "Hey, I don't know what my sister. You need to get your daughter." Never met this lady a day in my life or whatever like that. So that solidified it for me. So I went through the process of getting custody for, uh, for my daughter. And I've had her ever since 2014, 15. Um, mm-hmm. She was 10, 11 years old. Uh, it was mm-hmm. our first year of middle school. We, she went to middle school in D.C. was living in D.C. at the time. Had her ever since. She's 18 now. She's a senior this year. Hopefully she'll get out of there this year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Woo. Yeah, so being a single parent, I mean, it, it, it's it's not as easy as some people might think. You know, being a single parent, it's hard. It has it has its days, good moments. It has its bad moments. Um, you just I've had a village, you know, family, a good support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in DC, I mean, being that I am like a shift worker, so you know how that to be being a single parent it just mm-hmm. i think everything just kind of aligned for me mm-hmm. like you know what i mean so i don't think i had to go through like a whole like like i said i had a roommate so sometimes i will have to work at night so but then my roommate will be at home so she could just stay at home or whatever like that um when i did wanted to go travel or tdy i had to do things my mother's not far she was like three hours so she would take the train up and I was fortunate enough that she could just stay at the house or whatever and just would stay with her and watch her while I had mm-hmm. to go do other things. So just having that support system and stuff was re- very helpful for me. Good. You know, I'm all, I'm always, you know, when uh, when I met you and, and learned that you had taken on the responsibility of being that single dad and not not just, you know, for other circumstances, but knew or or had the feeling and it was confirmed that your daughter you know what I'm saying, wasn't living the way that you wanted her to live and you took it upon yourself to go get, you know what I'm saying, and go yeah. make that change, which, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of people that go out there and, and see those things and are like, hey, I'm going to go get that, especially being a male, yeah. you know, and um, like how, uh, you know, I got one more question before I give it to, to Roz and, uh, and Aliyah if they have any questions. Like, how difficult was that for you to, you know, go through the process of getting your, you know, getting your daughter? Like, was that very difficult, you being a male and, and you know, uh, with all the circumstances? Like, talk us through that a little bit. So I felt, I mean, I didn't feel that I was treated unfairly, to, like, by the court or anything like that. I, I mean, there was this one time. I, I, so I used to have to travel from D.C. up to New York every time I had a court date. Mm-hmm. Um, so going up there, it seemed mm-hmm. like it was just a dragging along process. Like, every time we would go to courts, we'd hear, oh, 
they think that we were going to get along or make a decision or like it was like a referee or something. Right. Um, so I was like, well, y'all just wasting my time coming back up here, coming back up here. So they was like, well, we if y'all, y'all can't come to an agreement, this is probably like four times had I already been to court over a course of probably two years, two, three years. I know it was on hold at one time because I had deployed. So we had to put the court, court case on hold. But when I came back, it started up again. Um, so essentially, long story short, they told me that um, they was like, uh, well, we were going to have to go to trial or something like that. You got to need to get a lawyer. I wasn't going to get a lawyer if her mom didn't get a lawyer, but then she decided that she wanted a lawyer. So I said, I'll get me a lawyer. Uh, they was like, well, you make too much money to get a uh, legal public defender. Public, public defender. defender yeah. Okay, well, I gotta come out of pocket. She didn't have to come out of pocket, so that's the route that we did. I used to always make it to court on time. The only time that I felt, I guess, mistreated, I used to make it to court on time, but the other party wasn't there. Her mother w- wouldn't be there, so they wouldn't call the case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, till she got there. She get there later on, you know, they call the case, and I'll come back home to DC. There's one time I was late making it to court. They must have came out, was like, hey, is the other part here? No. They called the case and then Dang. dismissed it Dang. because I was late. And I'm like, all the other times when I'm always here, you would come out and call the case, but you would ask me, is the other part here? But then you wouldn't call it. You would just move on to the next to the next. But this one particular day, like that's why I felt mistreated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah, like, well, that's dude. not right or whatever like that. Yeah. yeah. And then once we got our lawyers together or whatever, I think we kind of came to an agreement that I will be the custodial parent. Um, she will get, you know, Christmases and Thanksgiving alternate and every, you know, break and uh, uh, school. I mean, when school was out, summer mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we can just work as it amongst ourselves. But it, I mean, after that, it just seems like just I've, I've just had her pretty much. I mean, she will go and ask, you want to go visit your mama? You go visit your mother. I was responsible for taking her up there. And I don't know. It's just, I mean, I feel that I'm I'm a parent just like she is. Like, she can't do any better than I can or worse than I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in a sense or whatever. Like, 50%, that's 50% your child, 50% my child. Like, she doesn't have to live. If you can't, if you're having trouble taking care of her, that's why she has me. Yeah. If you get yourself together, I would, if you want your child back, you can have your child back. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take her from you at all. You right, know? right. He doesn't have to live that way. If you're struggling right now, it'd be the same way if I had. If I was struggling, I'm like, and you were better off than me, then yes, hey, that's it's just a 50 50 thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I feel. Right. So I've had her now, she's grown. So it's like, huh. All right. Hey, Roz, you got anything? Yeah, man. First of all, let me commend you on being a single father. It ain't easy. No. <laughs> and my, I guess my question is because so I was in, I, I pretty much was definitely in the same situation as you, but I got my son. I got my son when he was about twelve and became a single father for a son, right? So I guess my question for you is, <laughs> you getting a girl, being a being a man raising a female, because you know what I'm saying, men we can raise boys. We kind of we pretty much fall into that role. Did you find it? Do you feel like it was harder? For you to fall into that role as a father to a to a young lady and teaching her you know the the things that females need to know i mean like for perfect example that time of the month like what is you know what i'm saying what was your you know approach to that that type of stuff you know what i'm saying like i said like for me raising the son was it was hard but 
I kind of fell into the role. So for you raising a female, I mean, how did you how did you fall into that role? I think for me, I'm pretty much straightforward. Um, I was raised around a lot of females. So my mother had a mother, I had a sister, and it was me in the household. I've got a lot of aunts. I got a lot of female cousins. So um, if it was something that I didn't know, like I would ask them or I would just do my research. I mean, that time in the month, I mean, I'm familiar with that time in the month. I know how it goes, <laughs> but I don't know the ins and outs of every little thing. Yeah. I would yeah, just yeah. Google it. Like I didn't I just know the 28 days or whatever, the start and all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I would put it and I had they got apps and stuff for that now. So yeah, 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 we, yeah. they do, they do. Hey Leah, don't be looking at him crazy because no. he used technology. You up here just no, but he, 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 like, said, he said, I know about the 28 days. Sir, first of all, she leaves for 28 days. I'm going to need you to take her to the hospital. No, 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 I got what you meant. I, I, was, oh, okay. I was picking up. I was picking up. Yeah, I know what you meant, but what you said. Everybody is different, you know. 28 so like, days of bleeding. I know what you meant. That's not healthy. I mean, I was just when it comes to talking like that. I, I mean, I'm just straightforward. I might, I have a tendency that I'm not raised. Where I struggle at is, and I still struggle to this day, is the female emotion part of it. Let it like, go. I can't deal with that. Like, Let it go. It's just what is, you, what is you crying for? What you crying about? Like, see that right I, there. <laughs> Let me tell oh. you something, sir. Look at him. Let him talk. You get to, you'll get your chance. You will get your chance. Yeah, so like you are the perspective. Or uh -huh. you know, this uh -huh. or she tried like a couple of weeks ago trying to be manipulative or whatever, mm. like that. I, I can see through that. And I'm gonna just tell you straight up, like you it ain't going down that way. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just gonna go, you know. Whatever, yeah. I'm not even listening to you no more. It's like I don't know. I already cut it off because you're trying to be manipulative, or you're trying to make me feel bad, or whatever the case may be about something that I did, or whatever. Like, I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> you're the I'm child. Grown I'm, man, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm the child. You the parent. So I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. the parent. You the child. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I think that's where I struggle. But any, I mean, anything that I need her to know, or like certain things that she asks. I mean, sex, sex. I mean, I'll ask her. Like, I'll just come straight out, like, and do it. I know what's. I know what's gonna go down in my house. I know what's not gonna go down in my house. Like, yeah, you could. You could be bleeding for twenty eight days. You know, I mean, I, and I get. It. I was young too. Like, you know, everything that you're trying to pull over, trying to pull over, be trying to see. Then they're done that. You yep, know, yep. I'm already. You got to stay two steps ahead. Yep. Yep. That's you just know. having kids right there. And I don't have yeah, exactly. And I was like I said, I don't have the answers to I don't have the answers to everything. Shit. Sometimes I make shit up as I go along, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. It's just so, like with, with school now, like you know, you got a curfew. You don't go to school on time. That's just that many amount of minutes comes off your curfew when you late to school. However minutes yeah. you late to school. And you I like only, that. and you only earn 10 minutes back per day that you're on time for school. Look at that. I like Great that. I'm going to use that. Oh, my God, I like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, how can yeah. I fix this? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, Aaliyah, what, what you got? I know you over here about to say something. So, go ahead. Go ahead and get at it. First of all, I don't like you calling it her female attitude, okay? <laughs> not a female attitude. Well, it is. Honestly, look, 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 honestly, right here. Here. and this is my right hand of God. 
honestly, really and truly, when we're at that age, you got to understand that you guys started your 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 puberty early. And it was like you going through puberty and it was like, bam, you went through puberty. That's it. With females, it's like we start puberty. There's a continuous cycle for a few years and, and we don't finish puberty until about that 1920 age. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's unfor as unfortunate as it is, we don't we don't finish puberty until about that 1920 age, because what happens is although our bodies may or may not have developed or went through or have not gone through the change, our hormones are literally all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And it's not us per se. It's the damn hormones. Them damn hormones. It's the hormones. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of control. And and it's, it's not that we, uh, I know that a lot of people, like I said, I grew up, I'm the oldest child of three and the oldest grandchild of 27. I'm the first girl born on both sides of the family, my mom's side and my dad's side. And and there was a lot of men in the house. There were, my uncles are seven, nine and 11 years older than me. Between me and my sisters, there's eight boys. So mm -hmm. I was the only girl for a while. I was a tomboy for the longest. But when, when puberty hit, <laughs> So like you said, it's it's not as it's literally we can't control that. We will cry, we will be you angry. Be Our hormones are all over the place. I used to fight and cry. Like, who does fight. that? Like, <laughs> No, I would, I would literally be fighting. Then my then my uncles would break up the fight. I get dragged home, and then I'd be crying on the way home. I didn't want to fight him. He was just <laughs> I don't know. I just think. Look, I just said, you know are, right. I feel, I feel like they know right from wrong. Right, we're not difficult, and I will say that about anybody raising um, any parents. Period. Um, children are, <laughs> children are so, they're so fantastically wonderful in things, <laughs> but it's never easy. So I commend anybody, any parent, you know what I mean? Single parents, I think have it hard because there is, the, there is no, like that, that back and forth. There is no, it right. Is a, is no a, I can't, when I'm mad, I'm you mad at you. I can't be mad at you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I commend you for that. I just, I, I will say, and, and unlike Raj, you know, you didn't raise a boy, so you didn't have that perspective, if you will, um, with a girl, just <laughs> everything will seem just you know, ridiculously over dramatic to you. Right. It'll be like, I'm just saying, it'll be like to you, you'll be like, this shit is stupid. Like, why are you even buy? but to her, it's a big deal. Just do not mm -hmm. my biggest thing to you is do not lose that line of communication with her. Understand, don't don't feel like you are a failure because something didn't it work out the way you wanted it to work out. Know that as much as you guys may go back and forth at the end of the at the end of the day, 
you there for her. And that's important. That is the most important thing for her. She knows that beyond a shadow of a doubt, her daddy going to be there. He will support her through everything. He, he, she can always call him up. He might fuss, but he will be there for her. And that, that right there is gold. So, you know, you might have to deal with a little bit of emotions in between. I got this meditation that I do for myself. I try, try to tell myself, you know, like she is not you. She is not you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. She's her own person. Because when I look at her and I'm like, and the way that I feel that I raise her, I'm like, where in the hell? Like, why? I never yeah. did that. I never did that. Yeah. But yeah. there are their own person. They, they are their so own person. It's like they I came here the other yesterday. So I had to go to work for a couple of why is all I was like, you must like hearing me fuss and go go to hell off. Why is all these fucking excuse me dishes are in my sink? You know I don't allow this, but you hate hearing my mouth, but yet you do it anyway. Like I feel, you, you, with that. I feel like you live in my house. Yeah, no. I said the same thing. I just said the same thing earlier today. <laughs> you live in my house. Like, I just said the same. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it didn't make sense. No, I don't leave my state like that. They don't have the acumen <laughs> to follow through like we do. They don't have the acumen to do the things that, you know, they don't see. The when, you left that dish, dish, when you left those dishes in my sink, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. He's not going to like people. this. He's not going to like this. Now it's up to you to make that decision doing. whether you exactly. left them or you hear my mouth. I don't get it. Me Like you know well, well, anyway, go ahead. Well, <laughs> so I said I, last night. <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate you going out there, grabbing the bull by the horn, taking care of your family when they was in need. Your daughter was in need, going to grab her, making sure that she was going to be good to go. No different than Roz did and no different than uh, Aaliyah be down there, you know what I'm saying, giving great uh, advice for those that are raising ladies. And now we know that they go through puberty forever. So, yes. But, yeah, we really appreciate you coming through. And I wanted to make sure that uh, everybody on the on, that's out there in the men catch up uh, uh, atmosphere, um, you know, understand that we got good men that are out here that are taking the bull by the horns, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a boy, no matter if it's a girl, no matter what's going on, they out there taking care of their family as a black man, raising a black woman, trying to make sure everything is good to go and putting, uh, you know, good citizens out in the world that's going to go out and be a good asset to their community, not only the black community, but the United States of America. Hey, you know, that's how I look at it. So I give you the applause, sir. Thank you so much for coming out, hanging out with us. Give me a story. We got one more thing we got to do, and that is called We Got to Respect Your Day. You know what I'm saying? We talk about music on this show, hip-hop, R&B, and all that goodness, the gossips, as well as the new uh, music that's coming out. And we got to uh, we gotta respect your deck. So how we do that is we talk about, hey, you got to give us uh, your favorite artist, you know, your all-time favorite artist. You got to give us that favorite song that is, no, no matter what it is, it could be one right now that gets you crunk, gets you popping, gets you through a workout, or it's uh, something that helps you uh, get back into that zone meditationally or, or emotionally. And then also, you got to give us that album. That one album that you like, man, this mug go hard. That's that's the one that I, I can pick up anytime, play it, 
and that's what I got. So I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna start it out with what is your favorite artist? Talk to me, Mr. Man, I got so many. I mean, like I like hip hop, I like R and B, like I mean, I like all genres of music. Um, so, so give me, so give me a, give me one hip hop and one R and B that you would go like, hey, if I got these two artists, I'm good to go. Mary J. Mary J. Ooh. And probably Jay Z. All right, we going Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn all day. All right, here we go. So we got Mary J, Jay Z, and I could say, ding, 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 ding. That was the first time we've had those two artists as the favorites on this show. So look at that. Uh -huh. Who else was Jay Z? You did Jay Z. I did. And I like my Chris Brown. I did. Oh, did great. Chris Brown can't do no wrong for me. All right, then, Chris Breezy. Man, hey, get it done. All right, so now we're moving on. So we got Jay Z, Mary J, and and Chris Brown. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, bro. You got to pick one. So that's, what? That's which one, Mary, Mary, Mary oh, J, yeah. or, or yeah. Chris Brown? I stick with Mary J. Okay, all right. There you go. Mary, Mary you J, and Jay Z. That's, all right, so now that's we're the moving. that's the rule. Right. Now, now we're moving on to uh, uh, favorite album, and if you want to go uh, R and B and a hip hop, favorite album, R and B, I would say My Life. Okay, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Hip hop. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Mm. Choose wisely, sir. Because <laughs> uh, Aaliyah yeah. will boo you. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, I'm trying to think one that I could put on and just, and play. Like just, just play from like front to back. It's probably damn, what's the name? It might be Jay-Z, the Black Album. Okay, Black Album, that is a legit. Got to dust your shoulders off and whatnot. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? You like me again? I'm your friend again. Y'all might have to go get a drink there. Out yeah. If you would have said, if you would have said ludicrous chicken and beer, it would been over for you. Yeah. All right. So give me, give me a song, R&B and hip hop. Give me that one song that that go hard for you that you can put on at any time and it'll just change your whole emotion. You'd be like, okay, I'm good. Like, today you're about to be nice. Or it could be, you know, I'm going through something. Let me put this on. And it makes everything better or whatever feeling you need. Uh, right now, I'm listening to Chris Brown, Call Me Every Day with Wiz Kid. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. I like okay. that. And um, hip-hop. It's right. So I like <laughs> it's a little ratchet. It's that girl. What's her name? The gorilla. Oh, oh gorilla. Gorilla with the Cardi B. Yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah. I yeah. Feel, I feel that. Right. You like the, the chicks hanging out the window? Yeah. No, no, no. Not that one. Not that the one. Oh, she got a new, new. Oh, one? she got a newer one. Not, 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 not fuck nigga free. Yeah. The one with Cardi B. It's the one with Cardi. It's a newer one. I don't. I don't know the name of it. Okay, I'm gonna have to Google that. On the awards, they did it on the awards the other night. All right, I'm about to find out. I don't even watch TV, but I'm gonna Google. Was it tomorrow too? 
Is that it? Yeah, because they did it on American Music Awards. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, yeah it's called Tomorrow Too. That's what it is. So tomorrow. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Cool, man. Cool, man. So hey, hey, everybody out there. Now you know we got some Jay Z. We got some uh uh Mary J. Uh, we had what was it? My Life and uh Black the Black, Black album. album. And then we had what was the? Give me Chris the song. Brown, Chris, yeah, call me oh, every day. And then tomorrow too by Gorilla and uh Cardi B. So. Once again, we always have to respect the deck, and we really appreciate you coming through, hanging out with us. And we just got one more thing. Also, once again, another round of applause for our wonderful guest, T Town Boogie in the building, aka excellent music taste. Excellent music taste. <laughs> You've been approved. You get the stamp of approval. Fantastic. All right, go down. <laughs> now we are moving on to top almost four. And oh, let's go. Presenter for Top of for this week is Rossi. Talk yeah, to me, man. Let's go. Can I get in? Oh, you want you want you want some spots? I got you. I got some spots. I got some spots. Okay, okay, so go. first of all, first of all, the top almost four this week is brought to you by Just Funny Game. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There you go. With your bounce, your bounce house and inflatable rental company. You know what I'm saying? Anything y'all need, let me know if you're in Orlando and the surrounding areas. We supply all fun to your home. You know what I'm saying? I do, I, I do that broadcast, broadcast. So check this out. This week, top almost four actually has four. Top four. Yeah, we, yeah, we actually have four. You brought four. And then we, we got four and we got three honorable mentions. What? Because it's Let's about to it. go down. Uh-huh. So we doing the top storytellers, top, top storytelling songs in hip hop. Top hip hop right. storytelling song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maggie Stallion. No, 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 no. So we will go. <laughs> we're gonna go with three. <laughs> we're gonna go with the three honorable mentions. All right. Okay. First honorable mention, "Stand" by Eminem. All right. Okay. That's okay. my first honorable mention. Lil Wayne, Mona Lisa. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my little jam. Mona Lisa featuring. I mean, Lil Wayne featuring um Kendrick Lamar. Mona Lisa. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Lost Boys, Renee. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. My, that's my okay. third one. Classic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Classic. So then we're going to get it to the top. So okay. One, two, three, four, five. Um, four. So number <laughs> four. So, and so with these East Coast people. Right, right. They're going to be a little mad because he at the bottom, but I'm going to put him at the bottom. Mm, uh-huh. We're going to go with Biggie. I got a story to tell. Okay. Number four. Number four. All right. Okay. Number three, DMX. Here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you heard, here we go again. The story's hot. You know what I'm saying? Then we're going to go with number two. We're going to go with Tupac. Brenda's got a baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Y'all okay. know it's, it's a classic. Brenda's got a baby. You know okay. But Brenda never had a man. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, <laughs> so number one, story, top storytellers of all time. And y'all should already know Slick Rick, children's, ah, children's, yeah. children's, children's story. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, you had, you had to know. You had to know. All right, I'm at I'm, I'm at the list. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I want to know. Biggie, I mean, what was I got questions about the DMX one. Maybe I gotta go back and listen to that yeah, one. Go again. Yeah. I, I like the song, yeah, the but yeah. I, like, I don't think that was necessary storytelling. But then you know, I was, was drunk that period of time I mean, in my life. So. 
But um, but definitely, Slick Rick is number one. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I see. You know the rest of your list. Um, I'm, 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 you know, two is two. I'm two pops. Brenda's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby. Slick Ricks, Slick Ricks was what was that again? That's oh, one. Children's Child, one. Story, Children's Story. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Children's Story. Tupac, mm-hmm. Brenda's got a baby. Dmx, here we go again. Biggie, I got a story to tell. And then you got your honorable mention: Stan, Mona Lisa, and Renee. Trying to make. Sure and it's funny because you, I, just, I didn't think about that, but those three are all names: the Stan, you got Mona Lisa, you got Renee. Yeah. You know what I'm okay. I, I would, I would almost have to say. I mean, as of as of songs, like Stan is that's a that's a good ass song, man. Like Stan is, yeah, Stan's good as shit. I I I may have to put I will probably I may have to move Stan into the top four. Cause Stan is that's a good ass song, man. To replace who? Dmx. You say Dmx because you don't know the song. Yeah, you ain't heard the song. You know what I'm saying? So you know what though? Like, I mean, I I like. I like. I got a story to tell. I mean, DMX really good. Like, Vendor got a baby. He's really good. I mean, I would have. I would have to. I would so probably. Have to, I, would, no, okay, I would probably so move. I would probably move Biggie's out. I would take. Okay, I would put, so no. I would put Stan let's do this. We're gonna do something on Mint that we never did before. We are gonna move Stan into the top four, make it in the top five. Boom! There you go. Oh, he said he moved first time. Stop. There you go. Ah, he so just switched up the game. Eminem is now in the top five right, storytellers. Well, let me let me, let you know me add in there. Let me there add. you go. There you go. Look at that. Since since you allowed the guests to give you two songs a piece, which Uh-oh. ain't the rules, <laughs> we changed the game up. This is a new year. We changing the game up. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we doing. You know what I'm saying? We got we got so kids bleeding for 28 days. We Look at okay, <laughs> here we go. We done switched it up. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I'll get an extra there one. You go. Ain't gonna go, be there man. after the night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Temporary. No, but uh, hey, I mean those are those are good songs. I mean, there's a they are. Yeah, out there yeah. that I uh that I really enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. There's some there's some good songs out there, man. Um, but yeah, if you got if anybody out there, talk to us, man. Put it in the chat, put it in uh, uh in the comments and whatnot. Give us your top four storytelling song. Something that may have motivated you, helped you during a time frame. And usually with those those uh those storytelling songs, it's it's something that helps people or, or gives a perspective or something that you've seen in, in your neck of the woods that may be able to help you out um or help you change the way you think about things. And in yep. addition, we want to also bring this back up, you know what I'm saying, with with the 
topic that we Amen. have before. You want to make sure that everybody out there, I know it's the holidays. I know there's things that are going on. We want to make sure that you are aware um, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 800-273-TALK, uh, 800-273-8255. If you're down, if you need some help, if you need to talk to somebody, you know, um, hit this number up, hit family up. You know, don't be embarrassed um, to say that you're going through some things. You know, everybody's going through some things. You know, that's one of those things that, you know, teenagers think about. They're going through puberty and they don't never ask their friends to talk to them. They're going through the same thing. Y'all all the same age and you're going through the same type of stuff. You're going through the same issues. You know, your parents have gone through it. I know most kids don't sit there and think about, hey, my parent was a kid at one time and went through this stuff. You don't think your parent was ever a kid, but they've gone through the same thing. So have that open line.